0: Right, uh, we've uh, found them about here. Uh, this is uh, we've 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 had people in taking pictures all afternoon. Got uh, as you can see, a lot of uh, cracker crumbs everywhere. Ooh. These uh, plastic wrappers. If we can get pictures of the plastic wrappers and then bag them up, everyone. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. A few slightly rubbery yellow particles here and there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, been getting dark early and I noticed that they have erected the decorative festive spike. Mm, the festive spike does seem to be in effect. Yeah, I think what we've got a case here is that the uh, I think they've overdosed on recreational cheeses. Oh, yeah, you hate to see it. You, you, well, you ate to see. Ah, nice 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 one. Yeah, they'll be fine. But uh, yeah, if we can just get this all bagged up, yeah, right. Strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's a podcast with two queer trans ladies having a bit of a catch up about our weeks and doing silly skits and voices. And occasionally you might hear fireworks in the background of this this episode. Because it's a week after Bonfire Yeah, night, Bonfire so. Night was a week ago, therefore it's still firework time. And that's Yeah, I... I we We saw some- I saw someone on social media the other week being like, "Oh, i did I didn't know you... you I thought the fireworks were about about something else. Your firework day is on this day, isn't it so oh so, that is the day oh um, American friend, yes, that is the day that does not mean they are restrained to that day. You forget that the British are basically arsonists. We do nothing with fireworks we, we there's ninety percent of the year where they just don't exist for us, and then Infinity fireworks for a week. Let's burn stuff. <laughs> Let's throw a fake person burn on a things. fire. Put a fake person on a fire. I mean, um is it loose that every year does the, the big firework thing yeah. where they burn like tons of people in effigy and Yeah, it's England's wild. <laughs> Pretty wild. Uh, but you know what else is wild? We've played things this week. Should we You've talk had about a wild those? week of non stop? Gaming? Oh, I'm so tired this week. He's very tired. Um, I don't get to have a nap after recording today because I've got more video gaming work to do because consoles, new video game consoles. Um so yeah we had the xbox series x recently clearly very powerful machine mostly backwards compatible stuff to play on it the uh, quick resume is nice uh, it's behind the uh the, the folding screen <laughs> <What's> the <PlayStation>? <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so i have spent the last week or so playing the playstation 5 yeah i have a playstation 5 it arrived uh the day after we recorded the last uh, quips episode uh, it's not due out for like another week and a bit in the UK. I actually had some new games to play on this one. That was fucking remarkable. That was, that, that was nice, I guess. And that was nice to have stuff to play that wasn't just remasters but shiny. Um, so I guess I'll start with the, the console itself. It's fucking huge. It is. And it, it looks like a fucking It's router. a huge. It's a huge network router. Yeah. Um, The Series X looks tiny by comparison, right? Yeah, I guess so. I but, mean, it's a chunky, very heavy box. It's a chunky, very heavy box, but by being like shorter and like wider, it's not so large in any one direction. Where is that? It, it's the PS5 feels like it takes up more space. Yeah, because I thought that looked like some weird monolith when when we got it, but now yeah. the, now the PlayStation 5 oh. is just a a larger, weirder monolith. <laughs> yeah, it's big. It's heavy. Um, I recommend putting it upright if possible because sideways, um. The stand doesn't really clip to it or anything; it just places under it. It's held in place by its own weight. I thought you're supposed to screw it. Oh, you do for having it upright. But oh, if okay. you have it uh, horizontal, you it just kind there. of place the 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 stand oh, under it, and okay. which is fine. But uh, if you move the console at all while it's horizontal, the stand might not move with it, and it's it's not great. It, it's it's more stable when it's screwed in and upright. So there you go. Screw it. it screw it, indeed. Um. I've been playing a bunch of games. Um, I was going to talk about the controller, but I feel like the best way to talk about that is to talk about Astro's Playroom, which is the packing game that comes with every PlayStation 5. Remember packing games? Yeah, this, this is like a very... Nin- this feels very Nintendo. You know how Nintendo is like, we put some new tech in our gaming device, and we've included a packing game that shows off all the cool shit that we think it can do that we don't know if anyone else will ever bother with. It's one of those. Um... But like a very love letter to PlayStation kind of one. Um, If you've never played an Astro game before, Astro Bot is a little PlayStation 3D platforming mascot that was in a fantastic VR game a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Little adorable robot, Uh, this packing game, it's a 3D platformer, you run around a bunch of worlds that are based on like this one's in the cooling system of the PS5, this one's in the SSD and there's things going by really fast. Um, you collect a bunch of hidden puzzle pieces that you can make these murals with. You collect little bits of PlayStation history to keep in a little museum. You come across little robots dressed up like PlayStation characters acting out uh, PlayStation things. Um, it's very cute and it's very adorable. Oh, I like the little animals. The little an- the little robot animals are super cute. They're so cute. The little robot cat in the, in the little grassy field the is little very robot cute. Cat, uh, the little robot seagulls with the little um, oh, fans yeah. in their wings. Um. It's about 5 hours long and I highly recommend playing through it and making it the first thing you play on the PS5 because like it is a very good showcase of what the new controller can do. Um mm-hmm. it's got a couple the controller's got a couple of features. There is um haptic feedback and adaptive triggers, both of which are features that can be turned off entirely on a system level if they're accessibility issues for you. Um basically Haptic feedback is the is basically the same thing that Nintendo was calling HD Rumble on the Switch, the yes. fancy high fidelity rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, and an HTC like the more recent version of the yep, HTC Yep, buy? they they've got it um to varying degrees, and the adaptive triggers are basically triggers that will sometimes change the level of resistance on them to feel like different things. I want to play with that. That was weird. It's weird, right? It's oh. like it, because when when there's nothing happening with it, it's just like yeah. this is a normal pulley this trigger, is, like yeah. any other pulley trigger. But sometimes it's almost like the um the GameCube controller where you've yeah, got that last little click. Yeah, it's the sort of like pull and then click feeling. and um, the fact that that's exactly the same controller, just like yeah, oh, it's, it's wild. Um. So just side note, I keep playing different games and like every now and then the triggers will do something different. And I go, oh, every time that a trigger does something I'm not expecting, I a week in, I'm still not over the giddiness of, ah, ah I'm turning that puzzle piece and it's doing a sort of clicky like clunk as I turn the puzzle piece in my trigger. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll talk about the, the haptic feedback first really really good um it is the best execution of haptic feedback as a thing i have ever experienced it's Um, the only experience of haptic feedback i've experienced i have experienced a couple of different takes on it in the past this is the best one i've experienced it it basically feels like there are lots of points of origin that vibration can feel like it's coming from Mm -hmm. and the vibration can feel differing intensities and can feel like it's moving around the controller like and, when you've got a bunch of little Astrobots in there. Yeah, you're just rolling around, and the more st- uh, the harder you turn it, the more they sort of tumble. Um, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. So, like, it's I, I it's hard to describe some of the specific effects it does. Um, one of the, the 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 easier to describe ones: falling from a height into a big uh, into the ocean, and there's a big splash the vibration starts at the middle of the controller very strong and then sort of like ripples out to the edges and gets less strong of a vibration as it makes its way out. It, it ripples the like a wave happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get Astro's little footsteps when running around and they feel different depending on what material you're you're stood on. Uh, so like wood is a bit more of a dull thud with the footsteps, metal is a bit more of a sort of quick tinny feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do an ice skating... You can do a jump and do a little pirouette in the air, and in the middle of the controller, it by moving the vibration, it makes it feel like there is like a momentum doing a spin in the middle of the controller. Oh, wow. It's it's wild. Um <laughs> The triggers Oh, actually, one one more on the haptics that I I need to mention. Rain falling on you. There's a bit where you get a little umbrella hat over you and it's raining, and it feels like little tiny bits are hitting the controller in all different points across it. It's oh, oh it's wild. Um the triggers in Astros Playroom are used for a bunch of different things. Um if you are doing a bow and arrow, it'll sort of get tougher as it goes and the controller will sort of creak with the sound of the stretched bowstring. Uh, at one point I had a little minigun shooting little um, ball pit balls, and every time every time it shot it shot a projectile, there was a little bit of recoil on the trigger. Aww. Like sort of Um At one point I I, I was the, the most interesting use of the triggers in Astrobot is there's this big um, machine with all those plastic balls in it. Gacha machine. Uh, yeah, a like gacha machine. And the two triggers were doing two different sensations. Um, the left trigger was you could pull it a little way easily and then the, the sort of arm you had to pull down on the machine would sort of get stuck and you had to pull past it to like chunk down the, uh, mm. the, the handle. And in the other side you had the, the ball and... It would initially be quite tough as you're trying to crush this ball, uh, quite tough tension. And then when the ball shatters, suddenly all the resistance is gone and it closes really easily and the trigger mm. goes down really easily. And you're doing these two different sensations back and forth with your two different triggers. Mm. And that was like the thing that I couldn't get over how cool it felt. Mm. Um, yeah, Astro Bot would be a good five hour game even without these features. Like if you've got to turn these features off for accessibility reasons, it is still a five hour long, really cute, adorable, uh, very, very PlayStation love letter 3D platformer. Are you going to tell us about the PS Plus thing? Oh yes, I, I, I was going to get around to that. So uh, one of the things that you can do with PS5 um, in terms of the user interface is you can bring up, uh, by pressing the home button just once, you can bring up these little cards and they'll give you information that something like, you found thirty-three percent of the uh, collectibles in this level, and here's a, a trophy challenge you might want to do. And here's what you'd have to do for it. Oh. Um, if you have PlayStation Plus, which is uh, PlayStation's play with others online and get some free games thing, you can pull up little hint videos um, for, that will specifically show you how to, let's say, like oh, I've got thirty percent, thirty-three percent of the collectibles in this level where's one i've missed it'll bring up a little video going here go do this and then that's where you'll find one those videos are great i love them as a like i have hoovered through the level looking everywhere i can and found all the ones i can and now what there's like two left i can't find and i'm annoyed by it mm. great great for that does suck that it's hidden behind a a paywall because mm. it would be really nice as an accessibility feature um, also, on the note of um, Astro, and this will sort of move me into the next game. Really fast loading speeds to just like hop between different uh, to like fast hop between levels mm. and to use those cards to be like, oh, I've I've nearly done that levels collectibles. I'll just hop over to that one. Mm. PlayStation Five games that are like designed for PlayStation Five load real fucking fast. Yeah. Um, the console doesn't have Quick Resume or anything like that, like the Xbox has. It doesn't really feel um, like it needs it. No, like. Miles Morales Spider-Man, which is the next one I'm going to get to, that has really ridiculous load times. Um, you can go from the main menu of the PS5 to playing Spider-Man in seven seconds. Uh, fast travel within the world takes under a second, I think. It, it's just black screen, on black screen, there we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I played through a bunch of Miles Morales Spider-Man. Um, It uses the same open world map from the PS4 Spider-Man, except now you're playing as Miles Morales, uh, who was sort of uh, set up in the original game a little bit. It's a shorter experience than the original game. I would say probably 10 to 12 hours to do the main story, plus, you know, if you want to be a completionist and go mop up all the other stuff on the open world to unlock the other suits, which I'm probably going to do when I have time. It's... Real fun to just be in that world. Mm. Um, I really love that Miles is less of a cop than Peter Parker. Oh, yes. Yeah, not once in Miles Morales have I been uh, instructed by the game to go just beat up some people selling drugs to each other. Yeah, I think the only exception to the, the Spider-Cop thing I noticed was right near the beginning when there's those escape convicts from the Raft. Indeed, but the, 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 the Raft... Uh, the... The implication was very much these are violent criminals who are being taken back to the raft because they are, like, they have done very dangerous violent crimes. I don't know Spider-Man law. The, the raft is, like, super villain jail. It is, you are you are actively dangerous for violent crime purposes. Um, which, like, I don't feel bad about criminals from from the raft specifically. Um, but, like, M- Miles' whole thing is, I've got an app. I set up a local app. Just people in my local neighborhood, tell me what Problems you got going on that you need mm-hmm. help with, like go help solve the local string of bodega robberies, and go those bodegas. Yeah, and, and go help the homeless shelter whose water isn't working. It's, Find somebody's cat. Yeah, it it feels a lot more like I have superpowers. What do the people in my community actually need from me? From that, mm-hmm. um, a lot less interaction with cops, and the times he does interact with cops are much more. There is an ongoing violent crime. There is a there is an arms deal. There is an armed robbery. Oof. There are guns involved. Can you come help us? Yeah. Um, but like, he feels so much less cop. Mm. And he feels a lot oh, more like he feels a lot more like I. Someone put it really well, and I don't remember who I saw say this, but it it, it nails it. Um, he is your local friendly hood. Uh, your friend, friendly neighborhood. Yeah, he's. I can't do words. Friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Yes. Like Peter Parker is not. He's like I'm gonna swing all around New York like solving all the all the top level crimes. Miles Morales is your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. The he's he's yeah. there for you, for you. Everyone knows him. He's lovely. He really is. Yeah. Um, like there's one bit on on that. Um, I don't know if it's like right at the start of the game, but like when you do that opening menu bit, yeah. I only know it from editing the video. <laughs> um, there's a bit where he's uh, Miles is getting off a train and he's like sitting there, like looking at his phone, waiting to get to his stop. And he gets to his stop. <gasps> the doors open. A couple of people get off. He looks behind him to let someone go in front of him. And then he does, like, a check around the carriage for anyone who might need assistance getting off. Yes! Before getting it, off the train. it's was like, it is a good lad. Yeah. it is literally the first thing you see in the game. Yeah. And I'm like, that sets the tone for, like, that's who this Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love the fact that they don't try and be, like, actual Spider-Man and second Spider-Man. Like, this is very much a story of... No, you're both... A tale sp- of two spiders. A tale of two spiders. Um... I uh, like that it was very much Miles' story. It didn't feel like yeah. he was tacked onto Peter's story. Um, it doesn't feel like a rushed, like he's a quick little thing we threw on. It feels like a full, complete story yeah. um, that is just a bit more condensed. And honestly, I kind of like that. I was looking going going through the footage, looking for some nice pictures of yeah. um, the Spider Men together. Yeah. because um, I thought that would make a nice thumbnail. Like, both yeah. both, both Spider's Man. Together, yeah. which which whichever one of those is correct <laughs> grammatically, um, see, seeing both of them like together, but in every single shot where they're together, it looks like Peter is like, I am the proper Spider Man, and here but is I'm, my psyche. Yeah, but I mean that's kind of the thing because it it's set while Miles is still very much learning, mm-hmm. and like, I, it's not a spoiler to say like the very starting premise is this is Peter's first time leaving Miles alone to be like, you are Spider Man. You Do can spider. look after this for a bit, uh-huh. and it's really nice comparing that starting sort of imbalance to Late Miles feels more like a, a a fuller, grander character by the end because mm-hmm. he's he's had to fill in that space. Yeah, ah, uh, it's real good. Miles yeah. Morales Spider Man. Uh, it's got two different graphics settings. Uh, you can either prioritize uh, like ray tracing and native 4K and all the visual bells and whistles or you can prioritise 60 frames a second. Um, I I Swapping from from 30 frames a second, um, ray tracing and whatnot, to 60 frames a second, I was like, forget about ray tracing, I like 60 frames a second fast Spider-Man. Spider-Man even goes when you're playing me. in the Spider-Verse suit. Even in the Spider-Verse suit. <laughs> but that, that makes it even... like The world moves at 60 frames a yeah. second, and the suit moves at 24 frames a second, and it, the contrast is great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, like, well worth playing at launch. Uh, I played some other things. Um, I played a bit of uh, Spider-Man Remastered, which comes with uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, I believe the ultimate edition on PS5. Uh Uh, They changed Peter Parker's face so he looks more like Tom Holland from the Marvel movies. Um, He gets some extra costumes. Otherwise, it's the, the PS4 game, but with fancy graphics and or 60 frames a second it's very nice at 60 frames a second um mm-hmm. it's got all the accessibility stuff that is in Miles Morales yeah. um Miles Morales has a bunch it's not quite on the level of the last of us 2 but it has a bunch of it's the last really of us got that five it it's yeah it's it's going in that direction particularly stuff like the high contrast settings where mm-hmm. you can have um miles is in one color enemies are in this color tougher enemies are in this color bosses are in this color yeah, it's, it's almost there with that, because obviously, again, I was sitting there doing the footage for that, yeah. so I had like side-by-side comparisons of, here is The Last of Us, like things that are far away are quite dark, deliberately yeah. to take the focus off them, and then you've got your character in blue, enemies in red, whereas with this, it was like, value-wise, there is not a huge amount of difference in a lot of the background stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you've got things like uh, you've got your main character. Obviously, you can change your hero color. Yeah. You can change your enemy color. But then, like specifically for the footage you sent me, there's um, VR Spider Man. Yes. In that sort of like fuzzy VR mode that's completely unaffected by all of this because he's some kind of background sprite. Yeah, he's not an interactable character, therefore they don't highlight him in the combat scene. But he's also not grey like everything else that is going on at that time. So it's a little bit like, that that feels like a... it feels it's, like a first step into doing the thing. And oh, hundred percent. Like, like I am, I'm glad yeah, they're making the steps. Yeah, but like, it's, yeah, I agree. It's not quite. There as... are some things they could polish for next yeah. time, but I am so glad that they've done that. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, like there's um accessibility based um vibration setting where mm-hmm. it will do special types of vibration to warn you things like it's time to dodge, um, and that's like such an interesting use of that high fidelity rumble being yeah. able to be like. There is a specific feeling I will feel in my controller that I will know that's the thing for Dodge. Mm. Uh, and that's different from all the other vibrations I'm going to feel based on its position and its intensity. Yeah, it'd be nice to see them do something like that with, say... um dark pictures anthology yeah where it, there's a vibration for hey we're gonna make you do a quick time event yeah Or a particular type of quick time yeah event. um but yeah my point being all of that new accessibility stuff is in spider-man remastered mm-hmm. i don't know if it's in the if it's been patched into the original ps4 game but fingers crossed fingers crossed um what else did i play i played a bunch of stuff on ps5 this week yeah. um i played some bug snacks Strawberry, 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 strawberry. So I've played a decent amount of Bug Snacks now. I feel like I'm coming uh, close to the end. Um, It's basically Pokemon Snap. If you had to catch the Pokemon afterwards, Um, you 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 are tossed on a mysterious island. Uh, The person you were meant to be interviewing about this island of Bug Snacks has vanished. Go get all the villagers back home to rebuild the little village and. Collect clues along the way as to like ah where's this person gone? Some of them are quite obnoxious. Yeah, they're all they're all very. Here's the thing: they all grow more endearing over time, oh, but yes. some of them start very. Uh, there are some personality clashes. What's there, the name of the valley girl one? Oh um oh uh, 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 it's like Rebecca so, uh, B- B- Rebecca or something. It's like R- Rebecca or something. Rebecca, yeah, it's it's some kind of like <laughs> stereotypical girls' names mashed together. <laughs> yeah. Um god she's she's terrible she's fantastic she's terrible um yeah like it It was very cute to watch it definitely has been captured quite well in the trailers you've seen yeah the only thing i think i would say about it is because they do the pokemon thing and something that you don't see in, in the pokemon games yeah they all say their own names and in know yeah. walk around 3d world if you're being followed by a candy fly, or you're trying to catch a candy fly, you're probably just going to hear "candy fly, candy fly, candy fly, yeah, candy fly." they probably candy fly. don't need to say their names quite as often as they do. Can you turn? Can we have a slider to turn down the frequency with which the names are said? Yes, I needed to find a candy fly. <laughs> I found one. Yes. Now if you could just leap into my trap because I really Indeed. can't be asked but to listen to you the anymore. The general idea is you point your camera at them, you take a photo, you get some more information, you basically your Pokedex information. Uh the trigger feels like a camera shutter and it's great. Yeah. Uh and then you can sort of see the path that they're gonna follow, and the ways that you catch them in traps are things like uh some might like ketchup, so maybe you cover your trap in ketchup to lure them over. Um Maybe this one is like a little popcorn kernel and you've got to put some chili sauce on it so another um, bug snack will attack it and pop it into into actual popcorn and then you can catch it because it's too fast when it's a little one. Um, Most of your quests are go find X number of these bug snacks and bring them to me so that I will come back to the town. And I will Um, eat them. (laughs) Yeah, It's it's a somewhat repetitive um loop, but the fact that you never need to catch the same bug snack more than four or five times, probably, mm. um and then it moves on to like and here's another bug snack, and there's like a hundred plus of them in this ten hour game. It there's enough to keep it feeling fresh until it, it it finishes. Um A lot of it is very funny, a lot of it is very sweet, there are there are moments that are like somber and emotional that i hadn't really anticipated mm. um, like the the game uh, there's a fairly early scene where you discover a character was battling some pretty hard depression mm. and then you go about to trying to catch a piña colada that jumps out of a pool of water or a a, a crab that's made of apples it's a crapple apple. um it's charming it's adorable it's not putting the ps5 to its its paces like technically but it's it's a cute way to spend ten hours. It's it's a charming little game, and all the characters are very personality filled. Yeah. Um. I had a good time with Bug Snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry that I'm just like raffling it's off right, games. Go, go we'll get them out. We'll get raffling them out. Raffling off games. Cool. I will buy a ticket for these games, please. <laughs> um. And I'll sell them in yeah, I played Bright Memory. Oh. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. I, yeah, I watched you yeah. play that end to end. Yes. Um. What did I play? But well, that was Xbox, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. That was yes. Xbox. Okay. we'll we'll do that. We'll do that at the end then. I've played too many games. I forget what I played on what. Uh, the only other one that I've played on PS5 this week is uh, Sackboy: A Big Adventure. Not a little big adventure. No, he's just, a big. He's a. It's a big adventure. He's a big adventure for right. Sackboy. Um. So, I've, I mean, I've played. I've played very little of this, but it is a 3D platformer. Um. The visual style is very impressive. Um, It's one of the more technically impressive games on the PS5, just in terms of... It's not trying to be photorealistic. It's doing the thing that, say, Yoshi's Crafted World or Kirby's Woolly World did, where it's all about texture effects of simple, colourful environments, but like, oh, this thing's made out of cardboard, and this thing's made out of felt, and it's using the PS5 to be like, look at all the fucking fibers coming off of this fabric lad. Question. Um, Have they managed to improve in any way on uh, Mario Party's watermelon texture? Uh, this is better than the watermelon <laughs> texture. Oh, I know. It's such a good texture. <laughs> um, yeah. In the cutscenes for this and to, a, to, a, to an almost as much degree during the gameplay... It is probably the video game I've played that most achieves the, the trying to look like a CGI film thing. Um i I would put it up there with like last generation um Kingdom Hearts mm. in terms of like, oh, that's a full on CG that's CG film levels of of visual quality you've got here in a thing that's rendering in real time. Um it it looks real fucking impressive. Was Kingdom Hearts Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, it used to be PlayStation only, now it's on both. I'm trying to remember what you were looking at. I was playing it on PlayStation. Then we can discuss this briefly? Yes. The textures in that were nice. The textures in that were nice. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> 99% of what was going on there. <laughs> yeah, but it visually looked like... Oh, that's 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 very fancy visuals. That's that's multiple Kingdom Heartses. Yeah. Um, Kingdoms. I Heart? mean, I'll, I'll say this: I don't know why anyone would play Sackboy at the PS5 launch, and it's not because it's not a well-made game. But in a console launch that already has Astrobot packed into the console, I. Having played through Sackboy... Uh, having played through Astro's Playroom, I couldn't help but compare Sackboy. Mm. And I was like, why can't I feel my footsteps when I'm running around? Yeah. Why, why, when I pull on this thing, is the trigger not doing anything? But Sackboy's um, first party, right? Uh, both of them are first party. <laughs> um Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing. It's two first party, third person... Uh, 3D platformer properties at launch, and one of them does a bunch of cool shit with the controller and here's the thing it's i wouldn't even mind so much that sackboy doesn't do any of the controller stuff it just feels really um unexplained um it's it's a fixed perspective platformer and it very much feels like and follow the one linear path there is, and oh, there's some collectibles, you don't know what they're about, but we should probably pick them up, they're all in a straight line, they pick them all up, oh, 100 points, I guess, have some points, he picked them all up, okay, over here, we. it's very, very, very simple, it it very much feels like it, more so than any little big planet thing before, it feels like your, your six year old's first platformer. Remember and when we gave you all of those opportunities to do whatever the fuck you want, including remaking yeah. Final Fantasy VII in Little Big Adventure? Yeah. How about this? Yeah. Nothing. And like, I mean, this isn't necessarily bad. It's just not for me. But yeah. it, it is an incredibly simplistic platformer, and I think that's intentional because, like, the start of the game features narration that I, I believe it's Dawn French who's narrating it. Um, and it sounds like Dawn French um, reading a storybook to like four-year-olds in oh. terms of like the slightly patronising, um, I'm going to be very slow and careful when I read these words. And we're going to say the words of the story, and here's the story. It's very that kind of, like, I'm reading children a storybook right. delivery. And then the levels are incredibly simplistic, and there is basically no... I had enemies that ran up to me and I didn't touch the controller and they like spent a couple of seconds like in contact with me and not doing me any harm. Right. Like it seems
1: incredibly
0: Uh, forgiving to the point that I'm, look, I'm very early on in it, but right now it feels like there might not be anything in this for me. mm. Um... I played Astro Bot and loved every minute and was craving more. I booted this up and was like, because this was either going to go one of two ways. I was either going to go, I'm really craving more 3D platforming after Astro Bot. Ah, here's another 3D platformer. I'll eat this all up. Or this isn't as good as Astro Bot. I don't (laughs) want to play this one. And I fell in the latter camp. I just sat playing this like, yeah, but you're not Astrobot, are you? You're not my real 3D platformer. It's, and here's the thing, if you gave me like a month, I'd probably play this and have a better opinion of it. But playing it so close after Astrobot, I'm like, Astrobot is just some of the most superb 3D platforming I've played in years. Does it make any good use of the dual sense controller? None that I have found so far. Oh dear. Um, it just sort of it doesn't really explain what's happening and the world you're in doesn't really have any like explanation as to like why any of it would be the way it is? It's just, well, this is like this now. Keep going. So it feels. Is it, um. <sighs> is, is it a full price game? Yes. Oof. Yeah. Just stick to Astrobot, and if you finish Astrobot and want more Astrobot, uh, start a new save and play Astrobot again. <laughs> Honestly, I would rather replay Astrobot from the start than play more <laughs> Sackboy right now. Yeah, but you're a reviewer, so get on with it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna put more time into it, but, like, it's at the bottom of my put more time into it list. Um, so I You yeah, yeah, first, folks. Yeah, that's everything I have played that I can talk about. Uh By the time you hear this, I have, um, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, which I'm excited to try out. Apparently, um, the, the motorcycle attack where you you do revving, now you've gotta, like, rev your triggers, and that seems kind of cool. Mm. Um... Uh, should I get my one other video game out of the way? Do it. I played a game called Bright Memory on the Xbox. <laughs> you saw me play this. I watched you play it end-to-end in about half an hour. Yeah, so... so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, during a lot of the Xbox Series X reveal events, there have been trailers for something called Bright Memory Infinite, and they tout that it's made by a single indie developer, and the trailers look like the most ridiculously good game you've ever seen. Colonial Marines! Um, yeah. Um, You'd be, like running around shooting guns like it's a modern warfare game and suddenly you got swords and you're fighting knights. And... and then you're using your grappling hook to leap up to things yeah, or swing off Yeah, yeah. So bright quite. memory is, from what I can tell, was a tech demo released on PC a few years ago that was well received in terms of its visual fidelity and basically was like yeah, we're going to make a full game and it's definitely going to be like, oh, it's going to be amazing and Right, memory's not all that amazing to actually play. Um, uh, and you, it wasn't until you got to the end, it was like, that's the end of episode one. I was like, oh, oh, we're done, are we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is is there an episode two included with this purchase? No. No, no. Okay. Here's 40 minutes of your purchase gets you these 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, so, like... First of all, the game explains absolutely nothing to you plot-wise. I played yeah. for 40 minutes and I don't understand what was happening. I was in a facility and I had to stop a teleporter and then I didn't stop a teleporter and I got sucked away with some military men who were very bad. And that. they kept referencing people. and I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And then it was suddenly over and I... I neither knew nor cared. why. <laughs> I ne- neither knew nor ca- cared. Um, So th- it's... Basically, it wants to be Dark Souls with guns, um, and I, I will not deny. For a game made by a single person, it is a very pretty-looking game. It is the the textures are very high quality. Like that, the effects are nice. It's a bit janky, but like it reminds me of early Serious Sam's in some it- ways. Yeah, it it moves and behaves jankily. Like all of the like the facial animations and the talking animations are a bit. And just ropy. the way enemies appear, like yeah, here I am in in a like uh, a contained arena space. Oh, now things are just coming out of the floor. Yeah, like I could show you lots of fifteen second clips of this, where you would go, "That looks amazing! Fucking best game I've ever seen." But it's like, yeah, but you want to see the five seconds of the game directly after that. Mm. Um. You have a sword that has, like, energy, an energy meter, and you can't... You, you can when only the only meter... swing so long before your stamina runs out. Yeah, before your stamina runs out. And um, most of the boss fights are very... The, the bosses are very spongy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very literally bullet spongy. Yes. Um, And, like, th- there was a boss fight with this cool person in, in like, a big suit of armor in this weird uh, ghostly w- world. All I did was back away from them, shooting them with my gun, and trying to stay far enough back that they they only had melee attacks. It's just walk backwards, shooting you with gun. Do some dodges backwards so I'm out of your range. Shoot you with gun. Walk backwards. Yeah. Um. And there was there doesn't seem to be anything else, anything else to that because whenever you tried to use other tactics like oh I'll you know try and get a couple of swings in with my sword it's like no that's oh, it you're dead now bye. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like it was the enemy like took infinity bullets to kill and like if it hit me twice I was dead. So I was like, well, I'm just going to stay back here and shoot you with bullets, I guess. Um, Every boss has, like, the fun phase of it, and then it goes on way too long, and then they have the phase where they summon in 15 additional small enemies just because you are one person with one gun, and if you get swarmed by enemies, you won't be able to deal with it. Like, they make boss fights stronger just by throwing shit at you, not by making the boss itself interesting. Ah, the Borderlands technique. Yeah, yeah, but but worse. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And I, then it was all over, and you were just like, Oh, uh? I, new game plus? No. Um, I mean, look, conceptually, I get what they were going for. Good good on you working on this. Maybe the full game will be more, but, like, this 40 minutes was the most forgettable gaming experience I have had in years. This kind of reminded me of, um, like, early 2010s, games that like it was made by a single person we discovered it's... unreal engine and unreal engine has shaders that make our game look fancy and then getting some some youtuber to show it off in the yeah. most hype way they could selling it to a bunch of kids and going oh, actually there's almost no content and it'll probably never be finished anyway it's got that feel it reminded me a lot of uh, i think it's called doorways it... <sighs> which yeah. is one of those friday the 13th there you can be the killer or you can be one of the runny away people it was just, it was 40 minutes of me backing away from things while shooting them. Yeah. And then suddenly it was over and I had no idea why I'd been there or what, what, why I would care to continue. Yeah, because you loaded up New Game Plus and were like, nope, no, I didn't miss anything. This really is yeah, just Yeah, I rewatched no- the intro and there was no plot, was there? No it, plot. Was, it was, ah, oh, we've got to turn off the teleporter. Oh no! They stopped us turning off the teleport. Oh, we got sucked. Now uh, yeah, we're here and we're being attacked by. We've got to get to the glowing beacon. For some reason, we're being attacked by indigenous people, maybe, or something. Maybe. Occasionally, like soldiers or something. Yeah, don't know. It it was it was a fever dream of a game. Yeah, it certainly didn't look a damn thing like the fucking trailers. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what have what have what have you what have you been? We played some boarded games. we played some boarded games, yeah, yeah,, uh, we played some more pandemic legacy, season zero, yeah, uh, we had our first very difficult month. we did have our first very difficult month. We had three objectives and we completed one of them, and even yes. then we didn't complete it as thoroughly as we would have liked. No. Uh We've been vaguely referencing there's a mechanic in the game that we've been trying to not have be a mechanic in the game. It is now a mechanic it in the game. It is now just about a mechanic in the game. We've 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 mitigated it. Yes. It's not gonna be as bad as it could have been. It's no. only it's only happening in one place, and we have a measure to counter it, but Yes. It's 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 in play now. We held it off for a while. Yeah. Um I'm definitely still enjoying it. I am enjoying the story. I feel like this game is... trying to do a lot... in its final throws. Because there's... So we've got the missions where... you will have to take all of a particular area... like say South America... out of the player deck to start with. Take those cards... shovel the South America cards... and put one face down underneath the objective. And then... you have to work out... which card is face down under that objective... And go there and do a thing. Hmm. Usually with a, a team, which means that you've already built a a van to go there as well, which has required even more cards. Then you've got the missions where you might know multiple places, so you'll take like all of the Europe cards and deal four of them face up and they'll go underneath that objective. And you've got to go and do things in all of those places. And then you've got the one then you've got uh, the things where it's like oh go here and try and track down a person. Yeah. And th- then we've just got another mechanic which is um you will have to go off of the board. Yes. And you'll have to have the right type of cards in your hand but you won't know what cards you need until you go to this place off of the board. Yes. And that that counts as an action going there and another action leaving. So if you get there, go, well, I can't do anything this turn. Yeah. And come back to the main board going, oh, I'll try and do something. Oh, that's it. Well, you've you've already lost two actions. And at the end of your turn, you get kicked back to the main board anyway. Well, I'll say this. I've not minded the the number of things going on because, A, I've really enjoyed the variety of month to month. What kind of objectives do we have this month? Yeah. And it's every month has a very different mix of things. To manage, which has kept the it kept it from feeling repetitive. Agreed that it hasn't felt repetitive, but it also hasn't felt like you can settle in and start going. I know how to deal with these things. I understand, like possibly what uh, uh, I'm doing with this. Here's here's my feeling on it right now. Um, I feel like I understand each of the things going on well enough to prioritize which ones should I focus on and which ones should I deprioritize. And I think that's been enough for me to be comfortable with it i feel like they understand the game as a whole well enough to yeah. say we'll just ignore that we'll get on focus on that yeah. things that is an absolute priority like we, but that feels more about what the story is about yeah, than the individual game elements themselves. we've got a certain degree going on of um i don't know if you would call it metagaming but of Here's what the story is doing. Here's where we think we're extrapolating the story might be going. As such, let's prioritize these missions and downplay these missions mm. based on our guesses about, like, well, that seems like a real threat. That seems like it's maybe not as much of a threat as we're being led to believe it is. Mm. Um, i I've been enjoying the, oh my God, there's chaos, scramble to fix at least one of these things. Yeah. It's, it's a very different kind of of pandemic yeah, legacy. Very different. Uh, to answer a question that a lot of people were concerned with, I know have asked me about this as someone yeah, who has played all of yeah. them. Yeah. It is not uncritical of the CIA. Oh, oh, in, yeah. Um, because like a lot of people, I mean, we haven't really encountered much in the way of Soviet stuff yes. so far. But like, the, I think a lot of people were going, "Well, it's set during the Cold War, so I'm guessing oh. it means America good, Soviet Union we, bad." And it does not mean that at we've all. We've had characters that we were told not to like, who've then gone. Eh, maybe, maybe you should be a bit more questioning of, uh, of 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 things, and we've had implied plots going on of like. Mm, Mm, sure seems like that might have happened Mm. it's it's certainly not uncritical and we are playing it very critically yes we're playing and it the game seems to be responding to that the game is definitely built around like oh we know that some people are going to be critical and we will play with that a bit yeah yep our personnel our personnel reports have been quite a thing yeah, we keep getting like asked to tell the tell the CIA what we what we th- how we feel about certain topics, and we're like, how much do we how much do we tell how much do we tell you? Well, to be fair, like every time we've done one of the psychological exams, we've sat oh, are yeah. going, nope. Nope. Yeah. None of that. Nope. None of yeah. that. And, <laughs> and then we've got our reviews back going, Oh, now we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're getting in trouble because we're being honest, nice people, which is not what the CIA it's not what wants. The CIA wants at all. I don't think that's a spoiler to say the CIA doesn't want you to be honest, nice people. No, they're looking for spies. Yeah. Not people who came into this world as medics, which is yeah. how the game opens. Yeah. <laughs> I... I... Uh... I definitely think this is the pandemic legacy to play last, hundred percent. Even though it's a, it's season zero, play it last. Like d- definitely play it last because it's the it really feels like the closer yeah. of the trilogy. Like there has yeah. been mentions of things from other uh, other other games. There are feelings that you will get about stuff related to the other games. Yes, because whereas season one was very much hey here is pandemic with some extra stuff. And some ongoing issues. Hmm. And then big uncover plot. And then the second one was... What if the world had gone to hell? Yeah. And you had to deal with that. But there's something happening somewhere in the world. Without being too spoilery. Or at all spoilery. There is a big thing going on. It is located here. Yes. And then you sort of play Zero and go... Well, that's that from 1 and that's that from 2. Yeah. Well, mm, I'm not entirely sure what who who to trust or what to do, but I yeah. have a feeling that's perhaps and, the one person here who is like and and he's mm-hmm. again part of why I think this should be played last and why I have not minded feeling a bit overwhelmed by it is seasons 1 and 2 we pretty much we walked pretty confidently. Yeah. Like we very rarely had a had a month we had to repeat. We were very on top we didn't of things. fail any once. Yeah, we we sometimes had to do a month a second time, but we never had to. Yeah, we never skip failed it. anything entirely. Um, and I kind of was a little bit with season one, and two, a little bit like, oh, I'm actually a little disappointed. We're finding this a little too under control. We're a little too on top of things. I'm kind of enjoying the oh god, shit's coming down everywhere. Quick, uh, what do we do? What do we do? Oh yeah, like I I, I agree that the thing. That I'm finding a little bit weird is this whole partial success mechanic, whereby if you complete an objective, even an objective, that is enough to go, off you go then, next mission. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, I... I'm proceeding, but I feel like I've missed a lot of the story. Well, I'm curious to look at stuff afterwards and to see the things we didn't see and see what happens. I'm curious to know how legible that's going to be. Yeah. The, the, reading the debrief book is like reading an old fa- fa- fighting fantasy book because it's just read paragraph number blah. Yeah. I Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll oh. see. I'm very curious about this yes. one. Um curious to know where it goes. I'm um, enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, again, agree, definitely play it last, and not uncritical of the CIA. So I think yeah. now I've pretty much answered all of people's yeah. questions going into this one, because I know a lot yeah. of people had concerns. Uh, have you played anything else this week? I've played a bunch more side the Rise of Fenris. Yeah, how long's that going? Uh. <laughs> hmm... What can I say? You've continued to unbox surprising amounts of new content. I have continued to unboxing surprising amounts of new content. And the s- scale of some of that content <laughs> has been ah, intimidating. That, that one box you ominously put on the board and then you opened it up and there was a whole ass thing in there. Yep, and then there was a whole mechanic for that whole ass thing. Yeah, and then there was a whole like set of things to bolster up that, to go with that thing you'd e- found. E- yeah, there was a lot going on. Uh, it's fascinating watching you play <laughs> this From across the room Like yeah. oh was why's that so big <laughs> Yeah I mean it, it was weird They were just like uh, Yeah just put box D on, uh, Box C on the board At the beginning on the factory space And put all these things to make it harder <laughs> To get there and then whoever gets there First gets to open the box and then you open the box, it's like, oh god, why did I open the box? Ah! Yeah, but you you couldn't not open the box. I couldn't not open the box, and I've, I've, I'll I'll be honest, I've been playing one well easy because I just wanted to have some fun while you yeah. were otherwise and, gaming. Yeah. Um, it, don't get me wrong, it's had its challenges, probably not the most complex challenges. Yeah. But um, yeah, I kind I wanted to see the content, and I wanted to like um do something while you are otherwise you want, occupied. You wanted to have a good time while I was face face down in next-gen consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have enjoyed everything so far. I've got two more chapters to finish off. I suspect I know exactly what's going to happen next. <laughs> um, not just because, like, obviously I'm, I'm getting towards the end now. There's only so much punch board left and you have to pack it away at the end of the game, so it's hard not to have at least glanced at it. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to playing this with other people, like, even the individual modules. I'm looking forward to playing it with you at some point. I would have said maybe this weekend, but I've got books to That's sign. That's just been written off. Yeah, yeah. I've got 276 books to sign this weekend. She does. Ah, ah. Ah. Um, yeah, so uh, I've got, I've been going through that. I will continue going through that. I will report... Once I'm finished, yeah, probably at the end of this weekend, I would imagine. Nice. Uh, apart from that, I played some game. I finished playing uh, the Beast Within, a Gabriel Knight mystery. Yeah, yeah. I finished that in the sense of <laughs> I got to the last chapter. I got most of the way through the last chapter. I was bored as fuck. Like everyone on stream was like, "You don't sound like you're enjoying yourself. You don't have to keep playing." And then I, 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 I died, and I was like, "That well, fuck it, I'm done with this game, that is the canon ending. I don't know what I saw in this game 20 years ago when I first played it, but I will not be playing it any further. Good night. Good night, sir. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was The Beast Within. It's boring. It is a lot of conversation that doesn't really lead anywhere. The mystery isn't all that mysterious. The CG in it is just awful. But understandably, so, because it was of its time and and just the fact that you don't even properly get that it's a werewolf game for most of the game, like if you miss the opening sequence and aren't really paying attention to the yeah, there was a whole thing at the beginning where I took a cast of a a, a wolf paw print and it was too big to be a wolf paw print, and I found some fur that wasn't quite wolf fur. Like, yeah, I get it, it's probably werewolves, but the rest of the game isn't that, like, oh, intense mystery. It just didn't really care much. (laughs) But anyway, that's that, that's that. And I think that's that. So then, time for this. Ring, 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 ring. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Ring, 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 ring. Um, Ring, 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 ring. Um, ring, 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 ring. Um, I, uh, it's, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, I'm real tired. I'm just phoning it in. (laughs) Ah. Hello, YouTube, it's me, AngryGamer642, and I'm making a video, I'm very angry at Electronic Active Softworks this week. They've got a new video game, and it's got women in it, I know, I know. How dare they? That's not me in the video game, that's a- w- that's a woman. I demand, I demand a response from Electronic Act Softworks. Why didn't you put a man in the game? It's woman. Why? With men! Men! You're sincerely angry gamer dude 642. Women buy video games, like a lot of video games. We... So, uh, we're just fucking geniuses. Yeah, we ain't turning down those markets. We're no. fucking geniuses. Money. Fuck your gamer, bro. You're still gonna buy our game. You're gonna bitch about it, but you already bought it, so... <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> are some fucking geniuses. We know. So, what have you put in your eyes this week? I eye meets yeah. very little. Same. I've not looked at or listened to much this You've week. You've been... Tied to a PlayStation. I've been tied to a PlayStation. <laughs> it's usually my job. Maybe um, they'll, <laughs> maybe they'll let me let go of it soon. as go, go away, PlayStation. Put it down. Put it down. Uh, what have you? What have you looked at? Uh, we we watched the new episode of Discovery. Yep. Um, I've have, had have some feelings about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was that whole conversation about work-life balance in there. Yeah, there was a whole thing about work-life balance. It was very sweet yeah um we had a real good exploration of the trill yes that i really enjoyed Mm-hmm. we had some uh non-cis people playing non-cis roles i didn't know all of them were non-cis but then... I, apparently apparently the, the the both non-cis types yeah. uh someone mentioned some someone who was a much bigger check like actually follows all the outside stuff and then yeah. the updates updates. was like oh my god did you see all the representation yeah. no no i mean one of them had blue hair that was cool yeah uh th- those two characters had a real lovely arc that i'm real interested in where that's going mm-hmm. um yeah i'm i'm real fascinated by the whole trill thing they brought up in this was real interesting. Yeah, we some some interesting new trill. We log. we got some visualization of how certain things with the trill work which was really cool. That was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, we are... had a whole real don't resist your trip thing to it. Oh yeah, it was like you've you've just got to let let it take you even if you don't want to see the thing it wants to show you. Mm-hmm. Um and we are both on team this thing should happen to this character. Mm-hmm. Um, good things. Yeah. Yeah it was a real good episode yes. I did so much good like subtle emotional acting from everyone This oh episode. God, yes yes there's yes. a ep- there's a s- lots of there was more emotions than a David Cage game yeah. there was a there was a scene where they got lots of characters in a room who all had emotions and let them do emotions do and emotions. they did very talented emotions they did it was like ah oh. Christmas dinner that's uh, that 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 uh, slightly terrifying haiku Yep. was very powerfully performed. Yep, that is very much someone who is struggling with a lot of things. Yeah. Uh it's it's been real interesting watching that episode, particularly in this year. Mmm. Lots of people stuck in a situation <laughs> with,
1: with a lot of a
0: lot of pent-up anxiety and not much they can do about it. Mmm. Did you look at anything else this week? Did I look at anything else? Um, you watched, uh, uh, you looked at Lumberjanes. I looked at Lumberjanes. I read Lumberjanes uh, volume 15, Birthday Smarty. Oh. It's a very sweet volume about, um, it's Jo's birthday. Oh, And she has, she doesn't really want to celebrate it. And April is very excited because she has always celebrated Joe's birthday and always tried to make every birthday more exciting than the last. <laughs> and Joe is just like, I want to do a thing where I am stranded far away from any possible birthday stuff, and 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 no one can get to me, and I don't have to think about it. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, lots of cool stuff is happening with lots of returning characters. Mm-hmm. Um, from previous episode, we get to see the Selkies and the Yetis and um, seafaring Karen. Mm-hmm. Lots of good, good things. I won't tell you what that's all about, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's it's good, wholesome Lumberjanes fun. It continues to be good, wholesome fun. Ripley gets to do something very fun, yay! Which is very Ripley. I think Ripley's still my favourite character. Ripley's great. Ah, mm. hmm. uh, there's any other one other thing I put in my my eyes this week. I put this in my eyes. Oh heck, that's a book that you're holding there I, I have the first twelve copies of things I learned from Mario's Bart. Actual printed hardback actual... copies, and not just it's, this this it, paper. It's versions. like a real ass book. It is a real ass yeah. book. The the paper quality. Feel that that first page. Ooh. That's that's good paper stock in there. That's some that's that's a lot of GSMs, right? Yeah, here. that's that's that high grade paper. <laughs> if <High grade. laughs> the truth be told, I'm a sucker for that high grade paper. Mm. If the truth be told. Um I am so excited for this book to get out to people. Um as we mentioned before, I have signings to do. Um <laughs> I don't I can't say the exact date. I don't think that they're being shipped from the um warehouse, but w- at the time of recording but... this on the 10th of November, we are less than a month from them leaving the warehouse to go to people who backed the book. Theoretically. Um, theor- All things being well. Assuming that nothing goes wrong, we are less than a month from them leaving the warehouse and making their way to people. Yes, and we have um, 170-something books turning up. I have 276, Sorry, 270. 276 showing up uh, on Friday, <laughs> which I have to sign and then return. And then they're going to send a bunch more, which need to be signed and have butt doodles in them, doodles, <laughs> if you will. Uh, then I think there is a third batch of signing ones at some point. Oh. So in the next month, I have to I have to sign and return a lot of books. I still think it's silly that you're going to have to sign mine. And send it back. I know. And but... then it's going to come back here. I know. I know but... why, but... Yeah. It's going to be very silly when I sign one <laughs> and then can't just hand it to you. I'm like, nope. <laughs> look at it, look at it. No, no, you can't have it. Ah! <laughs> back <laughs> in the post. Yes. Because <laughs> normally the situation would... Normally the situation would be I'd go to the publisher's offices yeah. to sign them all, but uh, they're closed because COVID, so... So you are the publisher's office. Yeah. our Our, our small little flat is just going to be full of... Books, 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 books. We're going to look like that the horrifying um, 3D view of that house with all the porn and video games. Ah. But just copies of Mario's butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a throne of them corridors of mario's butt yeah so as long as we can get them inside the house we'll be fine i'm glad that these are all in good condition because the box was left outside in the rain which is Someone not ideal left the box out in the rain uh, it looks it looks so good i know i'm very Look, excited to get my hands all on of this, all of this all of this is so good i'm so happy with how it's turned out it's very I, good art. i know this is a very self-serving section of the podcast but I've got a good book smell too Ah, uh, it it has good book smell. Mm. Look forward to the book smell, everyone. It's got, it's book got good book smell. Enjoy it's, the fact we're a non-smoking household as well. So indeed. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it's got very good book smell. Uh, the The art, the print quality of the art is fantastic. And I'm just real happy it exists, finally. Mm. Um, hmm. Currently, I've got 12 copies. I am sending 11 of them off into the world into this world. week uh, to... There is people who contributed words to the book. Mm -hmm. And just... It's a real thing. After two years, it's finally going to get into people's hands. (laughs) It's been almost exactly two years since I started crowdfunding that book. Um, The way it's worked out is it's going to be... I got my copies about uh, almost exactly two years after crowdfunding started. Mm -hmm. And everyone will receive their copies almost exactly two years after crowdfunding passed the 100% threshold. Oh, heck. Um... Sorry, it took so long. Legal stuff on a book like this is wild. Wild. There was a whole year in the middle where it was just legal stuff. Can we do this? Can we do this? Um, can we? Can we? Can we get away with? Can we get away with this? Yeah, the, you the, can, but you'll have to move it slightly to the, the left. The sheer number of meetings about how much, how, how much of Mario? How clearly? The, how clearly could we make the cover Mario's butt or not? Yeah, yeah we you can have, have to remove a lot of dungaree, I seem to recall. Yeah, it's... That, um... that picture used to be a lot further zoomed out, I seem to recall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is... The front cover is the the ass of some blue denim, um. but there is nothing... That could be any Mario. Mar- Mario... Mario Mar- from... My friend Franklin. Mario from, from the pub. Yeah. Yeah, things I learned from his butt. Yeah, the... Because the... he talks out of his ass. It... There was a lot of back and forth about a lot of things. One day I, I will one day I will tell you I will tell everyone about the pieces of art that didn't make the book. I've seen some of them. Yeah. There's a very good Spider I'll tell you, there's a very good Spider-Man arse that we didn't use. Mm. That's a- actually there are two different Spider-Man asses we didn't use. They're both very good. Yeah. Mar- Marvel and DC, um Litigious. Litigious. <laughs> <laughs> they still got words about them, but just just Litigious. Yeah, litigious. Ah, uh, did you put anything else in your eyes this week? Only edits of AA. Yeah, I watched a few, a few episodes of Piano on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah, they do good piano tutorials. Mm. And since I'm trying to learn piano, I, I, I started playing in, in G major this week. Ooh. Ooh. Step up from just playing everything in C. Ooh. Ooh. There's only one sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you got anything else? No, that's it. Well then, it's time for this. Laura Laura, I've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you like consensual touch-ins? I do like consensual touch-ins. <laughs> would, you, would you like to do, like, consensual touch-ins? <sighs> maybe, uh, like, lying down, just like... just nice <gasps> Or stuff, just a nice, nice snuggle. Like a, yeah, a nice consensual snuggle. cuddle. You know, lying down. What if maybe blankie? Oh, that does sound very snug. What if maybe Blanky Nake under <gasps> Blanky doing mm. cuddly snugs. This week's sponsor is the concept of naked snuggles. Oh wow, that's that's a good sponsor. The, it's been a while we, since we, we had a we've sponsor. We a good one. We got a good one this we've got week. A good one. Yeah. Oh. So if you just wanna have like a consensual, just naked Cud. yeah, just, just like with feeling of skin on skin, just good just, nice contact, just having a nice hug, just hugs. Or maybe little handholds. Yeah, just Or nice maybe like nuzzling into nice the neck Just a nice little wholesome time. Just a wholesome time. Just look, just a lovely time. Just head on over to net and enter the code QNPS143. I think. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> uh, and you too can get a hundred percent of your off your all of your cuddles, <laughs> all of your naked cuddles. Is that a hundred percent of the clothes off? <laughs> oh, I mean, if that's what you want to, you are not pressured to do so. Yeah. But they are Nike Cuds. so I mean, that's probably what you're shopping for if you're on <laughs> on the Nike cuddle website. Oh, there yeah. you go, a nice one. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Inside the boardroom of Electronic active Softworks. Hi. Hi. So, uh, consoles are, uh, you know, finally out. We got them out. Got them. Got them. managed to to get them on sale somehow this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have a concern, though. Yeah. Um, you know how we released our console without any games like we didn't have, i mean we 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 really we, whipped a lot of people yeah hard. yeah we like our games coming out in a few months Yes, yeah. you know but like we released even no games yeah. um i didn't think that was going to be a problem but people have the gaming season pass yeah then. yeah but i had to look at what the other the other lot are doing i yeah, finally had time yeah. to check out what they're doing yeah they've got games on their box but like like upraised old games. No, they have new games. Like m- they have like more more than one new game at, on the, on the box. Yeah, that's the third party, right? You no, they've got a... like four first party games on the box. Four. Yeah, they got a they got a platformy one. They got a they got a superhero one. They got a they got a real tough fighty one. They got another three D. 3D... They got two three D platformers. Yeah, but we're we're no longer just about video games. We're a whole entertainment center for the living room. Yeah, we kind of did away with that and made our messaging how we were just going to be video games, right? Um, like we did away with the whole like you can watch your TV through us. And uh are we in trouble? Are we not fucking geniuses? I'm I'm sure it was um one of the interns. Ah, the interns. The intern messed this up. The intern we'll, messed this up. We're fucking geniuses. We're fucking geniuses. I'll tell you what. We will sack. A whole bunch of, of of people, all the people we use to help us market the console, come on oh, launch, yeah, yeah. we'll sack all of those people, right? Yeah. And then we'll announce huge profits, huge yeah. bonuses, and the stockholders will be super pleased with us. You are a fucking genius. I know. So, what have you put in your ears this week? Oh, not a lot. Not realized, a lot here either. I've caught up on some podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Any yeah. particular ones you want to tell us about? Magnus Archives. Wonderful as always. Um, that was it. you I'm, not heard it yet? I'm, I'm behind on it. Oh, it's a very special episode. A very special episode? A very special episode. Okay. Um. Without being spoiled. Do you remember how the episode before ended? Oh, I'm a f- couple of episodes oh, behind. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then I will not tell you <laughs> anything yeah, about this. I, I have fallen a bit behind because I don't have the. It's a podcast I have to focus on, and yeah. I haven't had brain room to focus for That's a few fair. weeks. Um, I, I, the last one I remember was the hospital where the insides were being rearranged and replaced yeah, with yeah, bro- yeah. broken, wrong things. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I can't say anything. Yeah, it's no a special worries. episode. Uh, narrated by somebody different. Oh. Um, than usual. Uh, especially for this series. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's been it's it's been an it's been a nice one. Yeah, and I am curious to know what happens because I think we're about to go on another hiatus. Ooh, because the series doesn't end until I think April next year. Yeah, um, which will bring it almost exactly to, to five years of yeah of broadcast. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear that how this series ends. Got some theories. Got some some theories about stuff. I will try and catch up at some point. Maybe that'll be something to listen to while I'm signing endless books. Just don't accidentally write horrifying things in the books. <laughs> <laughs> um what else? I just write ah in the ah, front of one of the books. The archivist <laughs> signed the archivist. Oh no, shit! <laughs> cross, cross, cross. I'll draw, draw. Uh, it was a butt archive. Oh. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, can't remember what I was gonna say. Way podcasts you were listening to? I listened to some podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I, I made a new track. Yeah, you did. It was real good. It's called Blue on a Motorcycle." Yeah, it's it's very um synthwave. Is that the... sort of '80s vibe? Cynthia's yeah. electronica, yeah, sort of dri- driving your neon motorcycle into the orange and blue sunset driving kind of vibe. Very vibes. specifically, your neon blue motorcycle <laughs> into the into the the neon sunset. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that's on my SoundCloud, my my bedroom programmer SoundCloud. Uh, all yeah. my music is under bedroom programmer. Enjoy that, yeah. If you will, I will. Uh, I've also listened to a bunch of mi- m- uh, mixes on the YouTube Fluidified um, channel. Lots of, like, chill, chill step, chill beats style stuff. Because I've not really had much brain this week. Yeah, I listened to one thing this week uh, that had any brain. Which was Sunday night. I was feeling, like, unwell from how much video game I'd been doing. She overgamed. Yeah, so I just closed my eyes and listened to an episode of The Empty Bowl. I remember none of it. It's that podcast about cereal. I remember having a pleasant time. I could not tell you anything about it. I think at some point some listener call in talked about a hypothetical Twin Peaks cereal. Yes. Um, or a, a David Lynch cereal. I it think might it specifically a Twin Peaks one. Yeah. That's Coffee the o- and cherry piles. Yeah, that's the only thing that stuck in my head from that whole episode and it was great. It was a very soothing episode. They talked about Ciner Dust and Cinnamilk. Oh, milk yeah. they did. They did talk about those things. Um, I was blank side. Yeah, I was barely awake, just just soaking, soaking in some calming voices. Other than that, it's just been chill lo-fi beats to study too, because I can't, I can't cope with anything with words in it right now. That's fair. Because I've got to get the words out of my head, and I can't put new words in my head until these ones are out. There's no room. No too many words up here. Too many words. That's my whole week. I'll get back to listening to and watching things soon. Oh heck. Soon. Soon. Uh, 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 uh. Mm -hmm. PS5's good though. It's good. It's good game box. It's good game box. Mm -hmm. You listen to anything else? That is everything I've listened to. Well then, time for this. So for this Unicorn Dance Party Festival season, we will be announcing a new vegan festive food range. Uh, we've got a lovely uh, Mushroom Wellington. Uh, we have a number of tofu wieners in in like a, a fake bacon. So like a, a, like a real pig in blanket looking thing. That's very nice. Uh, we've got a whole selection Objection. of... Objection! Pre- uh... Objection! What, 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 what what's Objection! Wrong? It's, what? um, we are here from the milk industry. Well, this is a vegan special festive meal. Oh, yes, we understand, but we are here because we saw some of the things that are in your new festive range, and we noticed a suspicious lack of whey powder. Well, yes, it's it's vegan, it's not vegetarian. Yes, but everything tastes better with powdered milk somewhere in it to differ especially when people can't taste it at all because they won't eat anything with milk in uh, but 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 when they put whey powder in jammy dodgers when when that happened they put new improved flavour on it it improved the flavour yes and then when they took it out they said no more nasties don't you mean no more milk tasties no more tasties it was a typo on thousands and thousands yes. of gems. Of yes, you make nothing better. You've just convinced everyone they need milk powder. We're a binding agent. Are you a binding agent? Yes. Or are you a lubricant of sorts? <laughs> Both. Pizza crust doesn't need you. Put us in everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> Clocking off for the date. Yeah, yeah, all done, all done. Nice, nice. You, uh... Yeah, leave any on the doorstep. Oh, I left a couple on the doorstep. let a couple on the doorstep. Left, uh... Left one at the bottom of the drive. Oh, I left one, uh... Bottom of the drive around the corner. Oh, nice one, nice one, nice one. I left one with a shop right down the road. And oh. said I'd left it at reception. Oh, 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 oh. I left one, uh... In the centre of town, at a post office. Didn't tell them which post office. <laughs> I left one at the depot. Oh, oh, oh. Didn't even pick it up with me. But managed to uh, managed to rappel down from the roof. Oh, yeah. And slip, just very carefully slip a, uh, you were not in when I called, Carl, through yeah. the door. I left one. At the uh, sender's home address, I, I I drove it backwards, back towards <laughs> Paris nine. Nice, nice, left it left it right where it came from. I uh, I I actually uh, sent one to a small island <sighs> off <sighs> of Bolivia. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, just 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 off of Bolivia, and then I used a specially designed sniper rifle to fire a uh, while while you were out card. Through their letterbox from about twenty miles away, I snuck one of them, uh, one of them, then spaceships going up to the uh, spa- yeah, yeah. international space station, yeah. snuck it on there, yeah. and I got the uh, the uh, sorry you were not home slip, and I just uh, I used teleporter technology, just phased it into their home. You're yo, you are so good at this. I, I guess you win this one. I'll, I'll buy your pint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tomorrow's <laughs> another day. Yeah, dude we'll work something out. <laughs> I want to see more of. What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors. Yeah. yeah. All right, Larry. All right, Barry. How you doing? Oh, tired. This second lockdown's really, uh, yeah, really knocking me about a bit, I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. It's been a very work-heavy plus suddenly lockdown again. It's, yeah, it's only yeah. not happening at once. Yeah. A weather changing hasn't helped either. No, no, it's been uh, very foggy yeah. of And neither has the <laughs> politics. Politics has no. been a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people, people are saying we've got a lot to be happy about right now, but it, it does feel, firstly, that we're. You know, we're 20 minutes from the end of the film and uh, they they say they've killed the bad guy, but... Uh, yeah, the, black, the bad guy yet. still seems to be scheming some kind of uh, last-minute plot. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to mm. celebrate too early yet. But, yeah, uh, yeah you know, small mercies. You've got to uh, take the mercies where you can, but uh, yeah. I've seen a lot of people doing the whole, uh, oh, well, uh, you know, with the American election, people going, oh, well, now Biden's in charge and, you know, he got rid of Trump. You know, uh, Trump people probably having a bad time. Uh, you it know, seems like a lot of them are should, having a very should, bad time. Yeah, you should be. You should be nice to them. You should meet them in the middle. You should go be friendly to them. Now that now that you're the team in charge, it's the it's the thing you see all the time, which is the expectation that left leaning people should, uh, you know, the expectations on them to follow the high road and to be uh, to be nice to the other side. Oh, uh, no, that's why we punch Nazis. That's uh, why we punch Nazis. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, because at this point, even the 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 leftist party is still pretty white right wing. Oh, it's yeah, the leftist party is is uh, drift. It, it's centrist, drifting towards the right. Um, I would argue that it's 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 sort of centre right already. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, very much so. And like, this is the thing. It's it's this expectation of taking the high road. It's this whole thing of oh well, you shouldn't, you know. Uh, you know you shouldn't be visibly joyful about winning you know you should be you you should be feel sorry for the people who lost it's like no people on the on the right on the political right have spent years literally making their entire thing ha 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 we're taking away your rights Uh, isn't it funny that you uh you know you feel sad about that snowflakes yeah we've we've had politicians saying oh it's it's about making things more upsetting and distressing for the left. Hang on, so it's not about foreign policy. It's not about you know the you know the way you're treating certain people. It's literally about upsetting the left wing. Yeah. That's how you're choosing to run your country. Exactly. And there's this whole thing of like uh, you know, uh, so often the burden is placed on people who have been directly impacted by horrible policies politically to be like, well, now your team's winning, you should be nice. It's like no. No, no no you don't no. Just, just just because you've escaped from your abuser and you're now in a better position doesn't mean you have to apologize to him yeah, we are talking about the same people who would regularly turn up uh, in public spaces wearing shirts shirts saying things like um journalist rope tree some assembly requires oh god yeah and that's that's the thing it's this whole idea of uh, oh well you know it's your obligation now to go find the people that voted for the other side and you know I uh, you know talk to them and try and understand their perspective. It's like no, their perspective is not based in facts. Their perspective is is based in I don't like you as a group of people. Yeah. I I think it would be better if you were gone. That's not that's not a side you can go debate with. No, and I think if you look at how people voted in America this time anyway, it proves that it was it, the answer was never reach across the aisle. The answer was Find the disenfranchised people and convince them to do something oh, for the God. sake of good. E- every every every, than every, every properly left-wing ballot measure that was passed during this election got through. All of the people who ran on left, like properly lefty uh, platforms, remained in office. Yep. Uh, we have seen like firsts for a lot of groups getting into political office. Yeah, um, you know. The places where losses were made by the Democrats in America were very specifically where they tried to play centrist. Yeah, it did not work for no. them. Ugh, it's um. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it 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 was never about Biden winning. It was about defeating Trump, and I'm yeah. very glad we did that. That's what the celebration was about. But there is no reason to now go. First of all, that we have to be like, yay Biden. Everything about him is good. Exactly. And and also, yeah. like, no, we don't have to reach across the aisle. What we have to do is keep the people who were disenfranchised that voted this time convinced that they do have power, and yeah. that using that power, hopefully, we can piece by piece. I mean, we, hopefully, yeah. America can, uh, the U.S. Well, can drag piece by piece further towards the left. So all uh, of the things that, like there was that thing on Fox News where they were talking about what policies uh, people actually would blind vote for and they were incredibly left-leaning. Oh God, yeah. Fox News did a poll and like 75% plus on all of the responses were like, oh, the left-leaning thing is what Fox News viewers would want. But that's not what they most of them would vote for. No, because they've been convinced that they have a team and they support their team. It is very much about tribalism in, in, yeah. in a very frightening manner. And uh, just, be- just because Democrats have got into power does not mean that suddenly left-leaning people need to go nicely befriend the Nazis. Absolutely not. Go have nice conversations and just you know, make nice with the Nazis. No, tell them to fuck off. Don't get me wrong. It has been shown that sometimes there are a few people within those groups who are, have found themselves to go, actually, this isn't where I feel I should be anymore. It is for them to take the step towards left uh, to seek help escaping. Uh, part is that, and part, it should not be on the minority people on the left to no. have to be the ones reaching over. There may have to be some reaching over done. It It should probably be... The cis straight white men, yeah, in in on the on the democratic side, who should be because they're the ones who get listened to. Yeah, remember keep your feet firmly planted and don't get dragged over there though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that is a concern. Yeah, <sighs> Much luck, mate. Much luck. <sighs> mm. Same, mate. Same. Yeah. Right, I, I think I'm going to head to bed, mate. Oh, uh, i got some work to do, but I'll get there eventually. Oh, well, sleep well when you get there, mate. You too, you too. So, Laura. <gasps> yes? Where can we find you on the internet, darling? Laura Buzz in all the places. Laura Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. If you can support me for as little as a dollar a month on Patreon, that allows me to keep doing this as a full-time thing. Uh, doing uh, many, many work. Uh, and paying Jane for work as well. I get paid. That's yeah. why I work extra day. Yeah. I'm sorry. you had to do two this week. Yeah. He thought 75 hours a week was yeah. bad. Um, Let's crank that up a little further. Uh, everything I publish ends up on laurakbuzz.com, be it written articles, freelance features, videos, podcasts, etc. Uh, a Twitch stream, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at twitch.tv slash laurakbuzz. Um... I publish episodes of accessibility theoretically every Friday. The last few weeks have been a bit topsy-turvy, but every Friday on YouTube at youtubecom Buzz. Wait, oh. am I going to have to edit another one for Friday as no, well? No, no. We have had two this week already. Uh, we don't need more this week. We'll, a week Friday we'll do another. Uh, we'll get back We'll get back to a regular schedule next week. Not as regularly scheduled accessibility. Yeah, they they th- there was too much to talk about and they all happened too fast because consoles (laughs) um but theoretically every friday um there's books uncomfortable labels it's out now it's about being an autistic trans person and it's available as a book or as an audiobook on LauraKBuzzStore.com. there's things i learned from mario's butt which is here it's a real book it's happening february 4th 2021 or earlier if you backed it on unbound it'll i'm pretty confident most people will get their copies before christmas so, Christmas this year, you know, open up the new book smell and <sighs> re- sit in front of the fireplace and tell your family all about educational butts. Educational butts. Yeah, spicing all of the pumpkins. Exactly. Uh, and then there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cis people's just positive, gender-affirming nice stories. And that's coming out in June of 2021. Also, there's podcasts. Pixel Squirt's about video game character pornography. There's pod position where we tell you whether your favorite video games are great or perfect there is dice funk which is a dungeons and dragons podcast every season's a self-contained story i'm on seasons three four five six seven and i think i can say this i'm gonna be on season eight when it <gasps> happens um making much too late now characters being made it's happening um, I'm also on a podcast with you that isn't this one. It's another fifth edition real play podcast <gasps> with questionable morals this time. It's polyamory. It's polyamory. Uh, yeah, we just got to the bottom of another one of my glorious puns. <laughs> it was this the, the chip related one? This is the, the potato related pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's all that going on. Um enjoy that over on my SoundCloud. It's also on my YouTube. Uh we've got queer and pleasant Skittisodes. If yeah. you like really old episode of queer and pleasant strangers, but don't care about what we had as news, but instead just want to hear about the the silly jokes we made, you can just listen to like a 15-20 minute skitisode and just it's, us it's being very silly for 15-20 minutes. All of the jokes from like 3 years ago when yeah. we when we started doing this nonsense. Yeah. Um what else have we got um yeah i've i've got i've got i've got i've got a twitch yeah i's out. Tw- i twitch on a, uh, a thursday. I twitch, I twitch a lot you twitch stream <laughs> i twitch stream on a uh, on a on a thursday night about uh, quarter to 8 uk time yeah uh, i have t-shirts on my redbubble I have uh, my own Patreon. It's patreon.com/stonedmonkeyradio for as little as a dollar a month. You can help me justify yeah. her this week eighty-hour work week. You should support Jane on Patreon. She she's the reason why there's two accessibilities this week. Imagine a world in which I had to do less day job and more editing. Yeah. Imagine such that, a world. Uh, imagine a work-life balance. Yeah. <laughs> if, if that's not too Star Trek. Imagine for you. such a thing. Imagine such a thing. Um, yeah, or for, if you want early access to Queer and Pleasant Strangers, you can get that. That usually goes up on a, a, like a Wednesday night or even a Thursday morning most of the time. Mm. Unless there's an embargo on whatever we talk about. Yeah, uh, Yeah. for as little as a, a $10 a month, you can get early access to quips. Uh, all of my links can be found at streamerlinks.com slash janiac. That's J-A-N-E-I-A-C. I've got a Twitter that's on there too. Laura, darling, will you sing us out? Until next time, dear stranger.